Um, I'll move on next to Darren and Zeetna from the Bromley Buzz, if you've got any follow-up questions at all. There we go. A few, actually. Um, the first one is, um, just how big is this in the history of a football club, would you say? I would, have, I would have thought it's pretty big. I think in the modern era, it's only um, it's only second time the club's been to Wembley. Um, and I think what's slightly different about this one, that we can't get away from it, we're playing a massive club, Wrexham. They're a huge club. Mm. Um, you know, of history, size of them. They've been a league club for many years. And then we've got the juggernaut of all the, the backdrop that's behind Wrexham at the moment. And good for them. You know, I don't criticise that or, or, or sigh about it. I think it's been brilliant for the... For the league this year, and I think it's been brilliant for 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 football in in in, in general to have to have the uh, the sort of um, the exposure it's got from their Hollywood background. So so for me, I, I think this is a it's probably a bigger game in the club's history um, for many different reasons. Okay, uh, you, you mentioned uh, in you consider yourself to be underdogs, which is a proud British tradition. Uh, how are you going to handle it if your team makes the lead in the first minute? How do you persuade them from trying to defend for the next 89 minutes? If we concede in the first minute? No, no, score. Not score, concede. <laughs> <laughs> if we let it go in? No, no, if you were the ones to score in the first oh, minute. Oh, score, sorry, I, I, you kept cutting no, out. I, we're being optimistic here. I trust uh, listen, um, yeah, well, that's nice. That's, a, that's, quite, that's quite an unusual question I've got. I haven't got many of those ones, opt optimism ones. Um, look, it's football. If we go and score, then our game plan certainly won't be to sit back and uh, and sit on the on the lead for eighty nine minutes. I, I think there's one thing that I, I've probably proven in my term here as a manager that uh, I've been brave enough to make decisions and brave enough to try and go and get the victory. Um, and 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 I've never been one to sit back and even in any game, you know, I've never been one to sit back and hang on to a result. Uh, I think the best form of defence is attack. So if we are fortunate enough to score, then we'll be making sure we're on the front foot trying to get the second one, uh, which could leave us a little bit open at times. But I think, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to win games, you've got to be on the front foot. So that's certainly, you know, that our game plan will not change. You've also talked about um, uh, managing the games in advance. So you had a good fit, fresh squad for the final. Um, how have the preparations been, Daniel? Have they stood out in any way from what you normally do? Does this being a bit special? Uh, it's been a bit different. I wouldn't say special, but it's been a bit different the way we've used, you know, we've been, I wouldn't say lucky enough, but the way the season's panned out, we've had these games now where we can we can use the games now to, to, to get the team as fit as possible and, and on the right page and everyone up for selection. Um, would I have changed that? Yes, of course I would have. I'd love to have been last out of the season, sneaking in the playoffs like we did last year. Um, but that wasn't to be. And uh, we've used it for different reasons now to make sure that everyone's fit and ready to go. Uh, the headache now is for me is that I can only choose 11 players that start on a Saturday and uh, seven subs. Um, so I'm going to be a popular man with uh, a lot of the boys and then probably a, a very unpopular man with some of the players. Um, but that's the job and the role I've got, and uh, it's not one I take lightly to make sure I make the right selection and uh, do it for the right reasons. Well, you said that in the first round you picked a lot of the younger players. Uh, are there any people appearing in the final who were from that selection or are ever-presents in the cup round? 
You don't have to give away who your team is. I hasten to yeah, add. Uh, that's a good question. Um, well, to answer your question on that, we've had a few of them go out on loan um, because for them just to play that first game and then not be involved right until the end of the season would have been more damaging to their development than just having them sitting around on the hope that we got to the final. So with that comes some rules and regulations uh, where one or two of them won't be eligible to play in the final, which is a shame. Um, but that said, for their progression of their careers, um, you know, they've gone out and got minutes and played more football than they, they probably would have had hanging around. Have we got anyone, I'm trying to think in my head, have we got anyone that's played the early rounds as young? Yeah, there, 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 there is a couple that are up for selection. Um, but you'll be surprised to know that pretty much everyone's fit all of a sudden. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I wish, in a weird way, I wish every week was Wembley because I'd have a team to pick from every week. Um, any idea how many of the squad are actually from Bromley? And um, obviously the club is more than just the first team. You've got staff, you've got um, things with um, women's teams, you've got youth teams, uh, you've got some special needs people, I think, as well. All sorts of community stuff. Um, how excited is the whole of Bromley Football Club about this? It's, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, we had our Player of the Year award last night. Um, which Charlotte and, and Matt Hall uh, done superbly. But what was really apparent to me was how we're integrating the community now into this one team. Um, the girls done their awards on the same night with us. Uh, and they was it was as much their awards night as it was ours, which I think is really important. Uh, and I think we're really coming together as a, as a real, f you know, one club. And that's obviously from the vision of the owner. Um, and it's something I endorse as well. Uh, we've had, like you say, we've had some special needs children here. Uh, we've had some some real sad sad story uh, situations where people have come in, and we've welcomed it because we want to make sure that we don't lose that community feel. Um, I've been fortunate enough to work at the highest level uh, clubs, and uh, the, the 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 touching distance between player and supporter is is gone. Um, and I understand that. I understand that on many levels why. But we want to make sure that we're not at that level, of course, but we want to make sure that we still make sure that this is about the football and the community together. And uh, I think testament to everyone at the club that's, that's worked really hard, players, staff and, and people behind the scenes bringing it all together. And, and congratulations to the women's team as well. They won the league. Um, so they've really put a bit of pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, um, given how localised your podcast is, we actually were at the Glades on, on Saturday as well. Andy and the team were preparing for Barnet and uh, the amount of people that came up and were saying that they're coming to Wembley or just buying the shirt and so on. So it does feel like the club really is is backed by everyone, even if they can't be there with us at Wembley. Um, it was it was a really nice way to spend a Saturday, actually. Well, I'm, I've got one more question before I hand over to Z. But um, Zena is a mindset and uh, well-being coach. And I'm sure she would say that you need to vision your success in order to help get it. So <laughs> what I'm going to you you in this week. You need to do my questions for me. <laughs> 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 me down anymore, I'd have been horizontal. <laughs> so the, the, the question I have related to that is, if you do win, have you any idea how you personally will celebrate, Andy? <laughs> um, do you know what? I'm going to give you a real honest answer here. I have thought this through a little bit uh, in that romance I have every now and again when I'm on my own. <laughs> uh, a bit emotional because 
it, it means so much to everyone else. It, 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 for me, I, I know people think I'm just saying that. For me to watch everyone else enjoying it, that is my celebration. For me, I'm, 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 I'm a, quite an open character. I wear my heart on my sleeve, but I want this so much for everyone else. Of course, I want it for myself as well, but I'm kind of secondary to this. I want the whole team, the staff, and the people of Bromley, those people that are coming to support us, and the ones that can't get there, I want them to really be proud of what we've done here. Um, and I, I said to the, I said to players many times, you know, in the playoffs last year, create your own history, create your own legacy, because if we are to win this game, we'll be the only team that's ever done it in Bromley's history to win a Wembley playoff final, a Wembley sorry trophy final. I know from my own experience, you always get invited back to that club as some sort of hero. And there's nothing nicer now. I'm on the Friday before the game, I'm going to a 25 year anniversary dinner at Northampton, where we won the playoff final. That's 25 years ago. We're still getting invited back by people. And I wish I could just show the boys, this is what comes of it. When your career's long finished, and you, you, it's a memory of you tell people you used to play football and then you get invited back and people have those lovely memories. It stays with you forever. And that's the bit I wish I could can and say to people, look, this is what I've done. Uh, and this is what the outcome is of it. These people are still inviting me back because we created a bit of history. Uh, and that to me, if I see these people do this, I'll be looking at these players particularly and thinking, you guys have no idea that you're going to be invited back to this football club forever and a day. That was one of the best answers to a question I've had on the podcast. Uh, thank you. Uh, Zina? Yeah, I mean, just really quickly, because I could talk about um, mindset and resilience for, <laughs> for the whole day, but just a couple of, how have you been maintaining um, and supporting the players through their mindset from where you started to where you are now? That, that's a really good question. Um I, I, I'm not an expert like yourself, Zena, so, uh, and, and credit to you, you know, in that field, because I think it's so important now, mm -hmm. um, not just in football, but in, in the world, it's really important. And it's something I really do take quite seriously to make sure that these boys are okay, because there was a bit of pressure on them, not just from fans, mm -hmm. but from family and all of that. And I think I can only draw my experience of being a father uh, to a son that plays football in the Premiership. Uh, so I try to be like a father figure to them. Um, some might argue I'm a bit strict sometimes. Some might argue I'm a bit too relaxed with them. But I kind of know the emotions they're going through. I know the pressures they might have from their parents mm. or their wives or or whoever. Uh, I know social media now is a big big arm of that. Um, as much as I say to them, don't look at it, they will look at it. So I kind of try to be that sort of uh, that 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 sort of lean to guy that they can come to. And they can tell me something that they don't want anyone else to know. And they know I'm not going to repeat it. And I'm only just giving them my best advice and help with it. Um, and I've really prided myself on that. And, and actually, there's a couple of instances in my head that obviously are, are private to me. But I know I've done a, a really good job with a couple of uh, a couple of my players in the last year or so. Mm. And to me, that's more important than, than football. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, having the mental health is always going to be there. That's not going to disappear. So it's maintaining that. Um, and it's really lovely to hear that because it's that role model. And this is what young people need. And I like the way that you, you know, you spoke about what's beyond the football, being invited back again, because 
when your career does come to an end or for whatever reason it might be, what else is there for them? So those pressures are always there. Young people don't necessarily understand that um, or vision what can be in front of them. So in terms of the focus going forward with them, how are your players right now feeling and where's their focus and their mindset? What are you saying to them to kind of keep them well, that yeah, actually, it's been hard uh, the last few weeks because we've had games that have not really had a lot of significance in the terms of where we're going to finish in the league. Hmm. So we've used these games um, to try and get everyone fit, like I said. Um, but then you've got the added problem of players playing and not really playing to their full max because none of them want to get injured. And I completely sympathise with that because some of these boys will never play there again, never get there again, and never have this opportunity again. And I understand all of that. So there's been days when I've been frustrated on a Saturday where we haven't got the win or we haven't quite done what we should have done. Or we There was a, a game at home the other week where I could feel the supporters getting a bit frustrated because we weren't quite at our max. I wish I could have turned around to the supporters and said, look, you're never going to understand this, but these boys do not want to get hurt, as mad as that might seem to you. Um, and I understood it. So my job was really to sort of keep the two apart and make sure that the guys realise I understand what they're doing. Do I want them to play like that? No, I want them to give it everything every game. But I have to be realistic that there's other factors now in their heads of they want to play this big game. So I've just tried to I've just tried to sort of understand that part of them a little bit. Um, the big message I said to them after Saturday, and I was relieved. Uh, sorry, Sunday's game at. Um, uh, to Barnet, I was actually relieved that game was finished and done because now I want the guys to focus on the Wembley game. I want them to enjoy the build-up in a professional manner and I want them to understand that you've already made loads of people proud, loads of people proud. If you go on and win it, you've, you've done amazing. Um, and I think it's very important that we, we make sure that these boys realise that they have a job to do it's not the end of the world yeah absolutely amazing one more question obviously with your experience and everything that you've got which you try and instill in your boys as well um what would your top let's go top two tips be in your experience to maintain your mental health and well-being if you're thinking about your career how did you manage that and what are you gonna what do you kind of mirror to your boys that's a really good question Top two tips. Sorry, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, actually uh, we'll have a separate separate podcast on this. This is really good. I've, that's a really good question, that. My top tip to any footballer uh, or anyone in life would be to just trust your own instinct that you're doing the best you can all the time. And if, you're best, if, you're, if the best you're doing still isn't good enough, you can live with yourself and look yourself in the mirror and know you've just done your best. And, and it shouldn't be about whether it was good enough or not good enough. You've done your best. Um, and I always say that to my, my own son. If you can look yourself in the mirror every day and know you've done your best, then you haven't got to worry about how, how, how anybody else um, judges you, in my opinion. Um, I, I, I wouldn't worry about how anyone else judges you. You know in your heart of hearts you've done your best. And, and, I, and I think, like I just said in that last, that my second tip would be, in the grand scheme of things, and I, I, I say this nervously going into the week we've got, 
in the grand scheme of things, this isn't life or death. This is a football match. And like, come on, let's just enjoy it for what it is. It's a football match. If we win it, brilliant. If we lose it, it's football. That happens. Um, but no one's died. No one's no one's less proud of you. Um, and that and that's the message, you know. Without going too deep, there's far more important things going on in the world that are, that are way, way, way more, you know, devastating than this. And I try to keep that realism with the players in particular. You know, this it's important we win the football match, but it's not life or death. That's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, that you know, those words mean a lot to hear and for the players as well and that's exactly what they need to hear so thank you again for your time yeah from us uh, as, as a local pair of um, broadcasters the very best of luck yes thank you very much and i'd love to come back on another time and hopefully uh win or lose let's not say if we win let's say win or lose i'd love to come back and maybe give you a perspective on how it all panned out and what, what i learned from it and hopefully what i've done right for the boys either way after yeah, that would be great. You're invited. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Lovely to see you, and uh, I hope you have uh, as enjoyable day as we're going to have.